Welcome to Industry Leaders Journey, where we explore the lives and careers of conscious leaders who are making a positive impact on this world while they transform the supply chain and procurement business. My name is Su Shem. Today, I will be introducing you to a visionary industry leader, Bertrand Conkeren. Bertrand is the CPO of Henkel and the president of Henkel Global Supply Chain. He's also co-founded Together for Sustainability and Sustainable Procurement Pledge. Join me to find out how Bertrand is transforming the business to embed sustainability through the supply chain. Now, let's begin this journey. Hi, Bertrand. So good to have you on our podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you very much for your invitation, Ansu. All right, great. So I want to dive into the beginning of your journey. It's really interesting to know that you started your career actually right in purchasing. It's quite rare as a CPO is starting from the bottom all the way up. So I wanted to hear, how did you begin? Well, you know, that's uh, probably some um, our lives develop. I was um, at uh, my uh, university business law. So I was on my way to become a business lawyer. Mm-hmm. And the day I was reading some publications, articles about uh, the world of purchasing uh, procurement supply chain. And, and I, I went uh, very interested in this. So to make it short, I ended up with an internship at a car manufacturer mm-hmm. into supply chains operations. And this is where it started. I discovered it is uh, my journey. This is where I wanted to be. Oh, that's the fascinating part. It's such a young age. And then back then, it's not like purchasing was the center of the world. And how did you know that this is exactly what you wanted to do? It's almost like you had that intuition or something. Well, a perfect fit. A perfect fit between operations and, uh, and people and, and then being part of that chain and then uh, and, and bridging this external world that we call suppliers with the internal world and customers. And I was just fascinated by that complexity, but also that uh, these processes, into these end-to-end processes that I could go through at these uh, car manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And then it confirmed because I made all the internship and so on, and it confirmed that it was definitely the, my area of, from a content point of view, but also from a people dynamic and team dynamic point of view. And, uh, and this is how it started. I think it looks like you had this vision that something that, you know, you just trust that how you can see things. And then you kind of made that actually happen in in Henkel. So that's why I want to now go into Henkel. Maybe for the audience, uh, Henkel is a German company. So maybe some of the people in the North America side might not know the name of a company. I'm sure they all have your product in the household. I'm using one uh, in my laundry. Can you tell me a little bit about the Henkel we are the CPG company and the B2B company. So on one hand, we have uh, half of the company is on adhesives and technology, uh, very B2B oriented. And on the other hand, we are into the CPG organizations, beauty care, laundry, and home care business. And this is a global organization uh, with very strong focus on brands and technology. Yeah, brands like uh, Persil, right? For- Persil is one, uh, Loctite is one, uh, Snuggles in the United States, Purex you will find. I mean, many, many uh, brands uh, onto which we are we are dedicated, dial are uh, very strong. So that's the, the composition of the company. But the, what is important is a family company, more than 140 years. So there is a big, big sense of uh, sustainability, long-term view and, and dynamic. 
uh, going from generation to generation, but also leading these companies into the, the markets where we are operating, CPG and B2B, as I said. Right. So I'm going to come back to this, uh, Henkel's overall the history and the value and, and then how that fits with the strategy. Just before we go there, let's set the little bit of a context on your current role. So you started at the purchasing, but not currently. And so can you explain a little bit more about the current charter? Well, the current charter is I'm the CPO of the Henkel company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the global, uh, the global spend, um, um, global purchasing activities across direct materials and indirect materials in the disease, beauty care, long-term care. And uh, since now uh, six years, I am also with my colleagues of the supply chain leading the agenda of uh, a new setup we created six years ago that we call the, the global supply chain company, one global supply chain. Mm-hmm. So the end-to-end of uh, source, plan, make, deliver in adhesives, beauty, laundry, incorporating purchasing and uh, standardizing, harmonizing um, our processes, our activities, our best practices, people development, and all that now managed together from the company we have built up in, uh, in Amsterdam. Why is it a separate company? Because it's serving different brands or divisions? We, we, are, we have here the uh, end-to-end setup of, uh, as I just said, uh, plant source make deliver. In other words, uh, we, are, we are forming um, a team serving Henkel in terms of supply. And here we are able to manage all the standardizations of all our processes across all the businesses and, and regions. We have also changed and adapted all our systems uh, worldwide. We are just finishing the last region currently in Middle East Africa. So this is what is ongoing. So okay. now the company is set up with really core platforms and core processes and a team composed of uh, an articulation of all these businesses together and dedicated to each of the business at the same time. Wow. So uh, it's kind of unique because I've never heard of it, like the whole end-to-end supply chain, actually almost like carved out, almost spin off like a company so that you can be very agile and create mm-hmm. something new and serving the parent company. That's really exciting. So that's actually leading me to this transformation conversation. So let's uh, pivot to digital transformation. So when did you actually begin this digital procurement transformation? Well, I think that the systems and processes have always been into the DNA of the company. But if we talk about digitalization itself, it was probably over the last three to four years that we really started to use the word of digitalization. Mm-hmm. I think it was very much a focus at the beginning on what we could automate and bots around this. P2P, purchase to buy, has been one of the areas where we have tested a lot before we started to work on the source to uh, contract applications. And, um, and recently also with a focus on the SAP Arriba uh, sourcing suite, this is where we started to really embed this into one core platform onto which we will build up our digital transformation. And this also in association with our transformation of the supply chain. This is where all these processes got, uh, digitalization got really accelerated. I see, I see. I mean, you just briefly mentioned SAP Ariba, and that's why our path crossed and we met. And so very grateful for that. What's the reason you chose SAP or SAP Ariba? Is it because Henkel has been working with SAP or? On one end, yes, but SAP Ariba has been probably the, it has been the company convincing us that we should go onto this platform. And one of the elements was really to, to kick off this opportunity to have the suite, a long procurement and between doors to contract. Mm-hmm. But also the SAP environment, 
was a big element to decide to go with SAP. And at the same time, so looking at the long-term future of what SAP will be or could be, and very much embed into this uh, context, uh, probably the transformation of SAP, SAP Riba into the digitalization and participating to this. And the recent development that we do see in SAP Riba going very much into the field of startups, of innovation. That's exactly why we were also moving into this direction. Right. And, and so that's a journey. It's a yeah. journey moving on the, at, at the right path. Right. So having the shared values and strategy and then going together for the long term. So it's kind of like a marriage, you know. <laughs> the podcast really is to help others, whoever is listening, to learn something, right? And then hopefully they get inspired and get some uh, uh, practical information. So what's your lesson learned um, while you're doing this uh, digital transformation that some people can benefit from? Well, I think one of the first uh, lessons is uh, be humble. Because the first time you understand, you listen and uh, hear about Industry 4.0, first time is to reflect what does that mean. Uh-huh. But very quickly to realize the value or the power of the new technologies. And the new technologies, the technology environment is, has developed so fast over the last years that it, it offers very strong new opportunities. As I just said, into the purchase to pay area, this is where we have probably learned the most at the beginning. Mm-hmm. because of automation opportunities, because of bots, because of artificial intelligence that we can put in place. So all of that has inspired us. So one of the lessons is really embrace technology. Embrace technology and reflect onto the strategy and embed that strategy to simplify, automate, allowing to focus on customers, allowing to focus on what matters. And these days create also that transparency, allowing to manage the agenda. Transparency on that. When we talk procurement on spent, transparency on content, transparency on sustainability. So all these elements starting to manage the agenda in depth. One of the learning, go fast, experiment. Mm-hmm. And on the journey, learning also very much to engage with many, many people into the organization as much as possible on a very diverse point of view. It has nothing to do with only younger generation versus older generation. It's everybody. Everybody, it is there. So capture it, capture yeah. it, and embedded it. And this is where we are currently. And this is definitely uh, um, it. Makes on one hand fun. It is not only an IT topic. It is really understanding each other and combining these capabilities together. And from that point of view, embed that into the transformation. So, as we have currently translated it into our strategy anchor strategy moving forward. Um, Digitalization is one of the competitive edge at Enkel, mm-hmm. uh, to which we are really strongly focusing. And there is a big portion to be taken definitely on procurement, mm-hmm. procurement supply chain and along the value chain. For procurement, digitalization, a wonderful area. Great. That's really nice wisdom. The whole lessons, like, I think I have to listen to it a few times <laughs> with it digested. So to get the end-to-end view on this. So from here, because you actually mentioned and what I really liked it at the end, you're saying, okay, embrace and then work with a diverse group of people. And then this is exactly we're going to transition into now together for sustainability. I guess somehow you understand this uh, togetherness really well. <laughs> so uh, people might not know what I'm talking about together for sustainability. So let's talk about TFS. Uh, can you explain a little bit what TFS is? Well, together for sustainability is born 10 years ago. 
Uh, it born uh, 10 years ago following the question of um, my CEO, but our CEOs, we were six companies facing the, the, the question of our CEOs about transparency mm-hmm. of our respective supply base. Okay. How can we confirm that um, our supply base are, are compliant? Compliant with the United Nations uh, global compact principle. And then realizing the complexity of that agenda, getting assessments, getting audits, getting... so. And then we met and we decided that we should bring that together uh, and bring it together to drive together and to deliver together the opportunity to have sustainable supply chain through a new model of going together on assessments and audit, sharing these results, measuring in our respective companies these results, managing with our suppliers corrective actions accordingly. Mm-hmm. And to use a world which was very much used a year ago, get our supply chain upstreams very resilient. So that intention and goals uh, for Together for Sustainability is uh, really inspiring. And that was 10 years ago, you mentioned, right? Yep. Wow. So, you know, 10 years ago, sustainability was there, but it was like an almost niche topic or, you know, not everybody was talking about it like now. That's another example of how visionary you are. And all like you kind of see the things in the future, what we need it. And then here, actually, you brought people together to do it. That's my perspective. And uh, it's just fascinating. And I wanted to actually ask you, how did the six people came together? Like, was it like over the lunchtime? Or let's, how did it come together? Oh, it was, um, so we were six CPOs of, uh, it was the CPO of Bayer, of BASF, of Longsess, of Ivonik, and um, of Solvay and myself. And we came together uh, a little bit by inspiration, also by a professor talking about sustainability. And then we had a discussion. It was in a, mm-hmm. in an hotel in Germany, one of these events where you start to talk about a topic, and uh, and then you ended up by share understanding you have the same problems. Yeah. And these same problems have been then shared in a way that we closed the door and we created almost what today is a TFS. And the principle is quite simple. We said. We are facing massive, massive, massive challenges. Mm-hmm. So these challenges require us to share, collaborate, to create a standard audit and assessment because we all manage audit. We all manage assessment. What we do not manage is the same. Mm-hmm. So create the same and share it. Share it with rules and principles according to compliances and liabilities and so on, but create that. And this would be created we will accelerate because we will share. Today, we are approximately sharing 50% of everything that we do is valid for any any other companies. But now we are 30 companies and we are impacting all together more than 250 billions spent. So that the spread has very much changed and it has very much accelerated through this process. Yeah, these are the, the biggest brands of a chemical company, 30 of them together. So now my question is, why only chemical? Because this question of standardizing questionnaires and auditing and assessing the suppliers always come up uh, you know, with mm-hmm. our all kinds of SAPRD by customer from all industries have same pain point. Are you planning to extend it out to different industries or each industry require different standards? What's the plan here? It's a branch industry initiative. So it's an industry initiative, and this is an an initiative into the chemical industry. When we talk about chemical industry or chemical company, we talk about a company having a significant share of of business operations engaged into chemicals, production or trading or distributing of chemicals, or performing some chemical synthesis. So the 
The definition is rather bright, but it is really focusing on that specific of this industry. That's our, our focus. And um, we share. We share also these. We recognize other groups, associations, but together for sustainability focuses onto the chemical industry. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot to perform along this industry. Right. And you went from Henkel and then chemical industries. And then the next thing you did, another awesome visionary thing and creating movement is that SPP, Sustainable mm-hmm. Procurement Pledge. So that is a beyond just a chemical industry companies. It's for all procurement professionals, right? So tell me a little bit about what SPP is. But you really recognize that all of that is driven by one theme, which is uh, responsible leadership. So all of that, it's like an ecosystem. It's combined. There is with Enkel, you said the visionary at Enkel, you know, Enkel, we have sustainability in the core of our value company. And evolving into this company gives you that sense to your values of sustainability, long-term family-driven company, financial uh, sustainability, a long-term orientation. And all of that is also at the origin of, of what became my lead and management with the team into the organizations and Cal itself, plus the TFS mm-hmm. and today SPP. We co-founded SPP together with my colleague, CPU of Bayer, Thomas Udesen. Mm-hmm. And this was, it has been co-founded after a conversation on a Saturday morning, observing what is happening on the planet, observing all these uh, Friday where the kids were going in the street uh, to demonstrate about their future and to say, mm-hmm. what are we doing? What are we doing? We are CPOs. Uh, we have um, some seniority. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And we recognized during the discussion that all procurement managers around the globe are contracting, are looking and engaging with suppliers. And imagine that all of us around the globe, all professionals, we would act along the United Nations principle. Imagine the impact we have. Mm-hmm. And this is where it started to say, we will be, will be a pro bono community. We will be um, a community committed to embed sustainability in everything that we do in procurement practices ready to share, but it starts with me. So me, it is not company-driven, it is I. I commit to these principles. And we will engage to share. And we will engage to act according to these principles in everything that we do. So we recognize very quickly through survey that there are big, a very big need of people looking to, to get tools, practices, to get empowered, to get the knowledge. So this is on what we are focusing at SPP to drive that sharing of knowledge, of tools, processes through challenges we organize, as also to encourage leadership. Mm-hmm. And today, SPP has reached more than 3,500 ambassadors around the globe. We are ramping fast with that community, and we are getting to reach the next degree and phase of engagement to make sure that we are accelerating across procurement Guided, guided and managed through uh, the principles I have just mentioned. Right. So sustainability, not as a separate activity, but sustainability embedded in everything that we do in procurement. That is amazing. You know, it's like you're creating this tribe and movement. And I was wishing 
it would be really great if we have this tribe and community and everybody talk about sustainability. And I found out this SPP and oh, somebody already did it. <laughs> so, okay, happy to help and I'll amplify it. Yeah, my role is that talking about the SPP and let the customers we have in SAP to be part of it and be part of the movement, be the change you, which you want to see, right? So I'm really fascinated about this SPP and uh, it's practical that you guys are sharing. And uh, that's the beauty of this circle and this community. We are sharing, but also all of you are sharing. You remember you were part of the last uh, workshop we had with mm -hmm. five other ambassadors and uh, 500 other ambassadors. And then it was about technology. But mm -hmm. technology can yeah. accelerate um, sustainability through transparency, tools, uh, processes, and many things um, which are really uh, allowing to, to, to manage that agenda and to learn and to grow and to go fast. So this is where we the agenda has started to close. Right. And this is where your responsibility, our responsibility are getting together. I think that's perfect segue to my next question. You, you just laid that out for me. So what do you hope to achieve from our executive think tank that you participate now with us, with the other like-minded CPOs? I think it was a good initiative from your side. I mean, I was um, first honored to, to get invited and also to have the opportunity to have some time to engage with you and, and the team that you have mobilized. And I would say to go on the balcony, to leave the day-to-day -day business and just there to reflect and think. Take a time. Marrying, getting into, I would say, technologies, processes, day-to-day -day agenda, and the next, creating the next. Sustainability went very high into the agenda yeah. currently, working on uh, an opportunity to accelerate that transparency and the ability to measure and the ability to uh, impact even faster right. everything that we are managing with suppliers into that agenda. And I think this is, it's a great initiative. It's a great initiative just to take the time to think. Right. Think tank, of course, but <laughs> just to take the time to think and to mobilize with people. At least for me, I am not used to work every day with. So any very different context, because into the think tank SAP, I mean, we know it is very technology driven, but you have also the opportunity to open the discussion, not only on the technology side, but right. first on the reflection. And from that reflection and strategic impact, then to move further into this technology side. And then this is where it gains traction. And then everybody of us can also relate to his or her cooperation into which he or, or she is or, or I am involved. And then it becomes part of our agenda. This goes back to your wisdom that you shared. You said, start with embrace the technology and reflect onto your strategies. My wish was uh, always, how do I bring this, you know, when we go to retreat, uh, once in a while, we take the really retreat, vacation for one week, yoga retreat, whatever, meditation retreat. And then you kind of come back refreshed and transformed. And then... Just a new idea. So I always had an idea that can we provide a retreat kind of feeling to these uh, executives, you know, in the day to day. So I, I'm really glad that you see this opportunity as such thing as a, you know, pause and think and reflect. Super excited to work with you on this. So now I'm going to shift back to now wrapping up a little bit more wisdom and best practice sharing. This is in general, you're like awesome leader, visionary leader, and Long career, very successful, doing all kinds of things. How do you keep your energy always high and positive to lead and inspire people? 
I think that um, number one, curiosity is one of the very big elements. On the, on the other hand, okay, mission. To be on mission and then we go on mission. That's a mission execution. Curiosity, a lot of opportunities to learn, but at the core, on everything that I have done, either in procurement, now very much involved into this end-to-end supply chain or into my human resources, um, activities I manage a certain amount of time, it's people. People. It's people. Mm-hmm. People, it's team, it's the opportunity to learn, to engage, reflect, to get feedback. People internally, people externally. This is where the energy is. This is what um, I'm getting. So I am as energetic as the people I am dealing with. And that's an opportunity also to, to reflect and to learn. But even more important, the quality of the, t- of the people, the quality of the teams I am so lucky to work with, I mean, elevate myself, but also make me even more humble but allow me also to manage different activities, the ones that we are managing, so that in SPP, super team, in TFS, wonderful team, and into Henkel, wow. This is the quality of this relationship. This is the quality of the cooperation. This is the quality of everything that I am receiving, which also transforms this into that energy. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, not to scoop, but I mean, this is because I think we share that with many, many people, but my family, mm-hmm. my family is at the center. And uh, the, the highest degree of energy I am getting from my family this is my best balance. Then I do not talk about uh, anything else you need to do in your life to keep healthy and so on, sport and co. But um, that's what you, what is very important. Right. And uh, I know in our previous discussion we were saying, do you have a tip or what what you are doing? It's not a tip, but I never close a week not wrapping up the week. What has happened this week? What has not been managed? Mm-hmm. What went well? What went bad? And this helped me to have a quiet weekend as much as I can mm-hmm. and not to be busy with too many things in order to re-energize right. and to focus on the week after. So the pause and reflection and the ha- understanding what gives you energy, which is in your case of family and people, and it shows a new action outcomes. Like uh, all the things you did was bringing these people together and together to share was most used words, I think, today. <laughs> Super. Any last thought or call to action to the audience? Well, I think this is, uh, I'm back to that responsible leadership, probably, mm-hmm. because, I mean, this is what I think is the most important in everything that we do. The world is extremely dynamic, volatile, uh, very scary also, um, always new event. So, but I think we have all the elements to manage it when it comes to the enablers. We talked about digitalization, system processes, strategy, teams and people, resilience. And that this embedded into an agenda along the responsible leadership, because, I mean, this is very critical that we call it CO2 footprint, social impact, uh, circular economy, transparency, compliance. This will not leave the room. And we cannot continue by saying it is managed by X, Y, Z. It must be embedded in everything that we do. So I take this part for procurement. I take this part for all the other activities I can manage with my colleagues from supply chain. Mm-hmm. But this is, of course, an end-to-end perspective. So this is our responsibility. This is why in SPP we said, but also we are looking at this also into Henkel with our 100% responsible sourcing agenda. We are saying that our roles are not only a role. Our roles are responsibility. It's mm-hmm. a responsibility. It's a responsibility towards leadership. It's a responsibility towards sustainability. Mm-hmm. And I think that translating that into the business content is what must drive us. And this is, um, I think, this, uh, with this that I will leave you. That notion of a responsible leadership. Responsible leadership. Good. 
finish this sentence as a last uh, note. I believe. I believe that it was great to, to be with you these uh, last uh, minutes because I strongly believe that um, it's good to have the opportunity to reflect. It is good also to have the opportunity to, to share. And at least uh, you give me the opportunity to have into, into that session and into the preparation we had to put that into perspective. And then uh, this is part of what we call the purpose. And my purpose is along uh, very strongly embedded into sustainability, mm -hmm. leadership. And I think this is um, at least the key message uh, for today to enhance and to grow and to learn along the purpose and this purpose that I have shared today. Thank you so much for sharing your purpose with us and inspiring us. And I can't wait to see how your vision all coming together and uh, happy to be part of your movement. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. What a purposeful life Bertrand is leading, committing to embed sustainability in everything he does. Imagine the impact we'll have when all procurement professionals around the globe act together according to the UN Global Compact Principles. Today, take a moment to visit spp.earth to pledge to be the Sustainable Procurement Ambassador. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please give a thumbs up and subscribe. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Industry Leaders Journey. This series is produced by the Industry Value Chain Team at SAP, where we are committed to making the world run better and improving people's lives. For more information and to access all of our podcasts, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Reba.com.